Welcome everyone to my first podcast episode. I'm so excited about this. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm just smiling like an idiot because this has been something I've been wanting to do for a really long time and I felt my intuition just screaming in my face like use your voice, use your voice, this is your gift. Um, But I've been putting it off for a really long time because, you know, imposter syndrome and self-limiting beliefs kind of crept their way in and I had the thoughts of like how do I choose what to talk about what if I stray off the topic and go on brands because I'm really good at that uh do I talk about spirituality health because those are both passions of mine but I feel like I finally have my thoughts in order and a bit more organized and there's general topics that I want to cover even though I probably will go on side tangents a lot. I'm excited to share the love and the wisdom from my life journey. So sit back and enjoy this brain dump. Grab a glass of water and take what you please and leave the rest. So welcome. Um, Here I am. Part of the reason I'm so excited about creating this platform is that I always felt like when I'm with people... I just want to skip to this skip the small talk and go right into the deep conversations and sometimes that isn't for everyone and I feel like some people's eyes glaze over when I go deep into things but that's what I love to do so this is going to be a really gratifying thing for me and I feel that in my soul if I can share what I know and it resonates with literally one person that's all that matters um It's also going to be fun for me to have. It's almost like a little diary to look back on, especially this first episode a year from now and listen to my beliefs and thoughts at this point in time and re-listen when I'm struggling and be like, oh, I said that? Okay. Like, or wow, I don't even believe that anymore. It's, It's just interesting to have something where you can literally see your growth happening in real time. So... Yeah, it's been a journey to my where I am right now in life and I have been kind of bad for the past couple of months about making the first step into this new chapter in my life. I really just have wanted to create my own business and be an entrepreneur and it's hard to take the first steps because no one is um, there to spell it out for me so I'm just gonna start somewhere um I feel like I have so many aspirations and this is this feels good for me right now to be a little first step so getting to know me a little bit I graduated college I went to Washington State University and um I graduated with my nursing degree in the last couple months of school I felt kind of just unfulfilled and no matter how hard I tried to convince myself that this is what I needed to do it didn't really feel like it was fulfilling me anymore and after I graduated I chose not to use my degree at that point and I wanted more something more satisfying for me and I was kind of willing to just leave it up to what the universe had in store and I'm so grateful for my education and knowledge and I'll definitely be using it just in different ways but for right now this is what I want to do um yeah life is so different than it life is so different right now than after I graduated I graduated in December and now I live in Denver 
and I've gone through this whole process of self-discovery after completely switching my life up. I was just tired of allowing my thoughts and actions to conform to what I thought I should be accomplishing or what my family thought I should be doing or society standards. Um, I've just been trying to focus on presence and what brings me joy in that moment and has led me to such a beautiful place in life that I view as successful. I don't know, success looks different for everyone. Some people, it's measured by monetary value or how high up you are in a company or how much stuff you have. But for me, it's measured by my self-respect and boundaries that I've set and surrounding myself with high vibrational people and just having a lust and energy to go out and experience new things that are completely out of my little comfort bubble. So right now, I'm enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and it's a holistic health coaching program and most of it's centered around or most of it's actually not centered around food which is kind of cool it's more centered around mind body spirit and I feel like I resonated with content so much and so I'm just so excited to share all the things all the things um my goal for this podcast is it is to incorporate my slight obsession with nutrition and spirituality and allow them to work harmoniously together because you really can't have one without the other I mean you can eat all the healthy foods in the world all the kale and green juice whatever and still not be healthy because there's so much more to health and wellness so I'm going to be talking about both and all the foodie stuff is a topic for another time, so I'll get there. <laughs> um, I grew up being a pretty highly sensitive person, um, sensitive to other people's perceptions of me, taking on other people's emotions, being a people pleaser, and noticing the trauma that someone's faced and ruminating on that and really feeling other people's emotions and taking that on in within me. And over time, just on my kind of spiritual journey, I realized that's similar to like empathic behavior where you can recognize certain things or traumas someone's been through without even really knowing them. You can kind of just feel it, feel the energy that they radiate. And that kind of always caused me to think that there was something wrong with me and feeling extra sensitive to when people were feeling down and I could immediately feel the energy shift in the room and... Um, I would cry all the time and I was just confused at who I was and why I was carrying all of this and over time I've just realized it's a gift and learning to accept myself without judgment and at the same time learning how to acknowledge people's emotions and compartmentalize that in order to kind of like set myself free out of carrying the burdens of others and focusing on myself so this also goes with taking people as they are without judgment too and realizing just the level of trauma that every individual on this planet goes through and has been through and that they're dealing with currently and that we're all on this planet just trying to do our best um going back to the imposter syndrome I've always thought for a while now like just how other people perceive me and thinking oh how am I credible enough to dish out advice or all of this you know me rambling 
when I've not been through a super, super traumatic or life-altering experience. Because some people ask me that. They're like, well, what have you been through? Like, how have you evolved into this person that you are? And I really was like, wow, I, I don't know. I've never, I've had things in my life alter my being to how I am today but I realized that I have been through things you know that affected me that might not be as traumatic as some other people but like having my parents marriage end when I was in seventh grade that's a really pivotal time in my life and that still affects me today but I'm sure you've heard this before like a lot of people say that even the worst things that they've been through, they wouldn't change because of how it allowed them to grow and be who they are. That's kind of how I feel. Even just things in my life that have happened, I wouldn't change anything because I love the person that I'm becoming and I feel like everyone deserves to feel like that. And um coming to know that people who are spiritually in tune don't always have this life life altering past event or specific thing it's just like a culmination of life events and realizing that some of the trauma especially people like that comes from inherited events like from your ancestors that's carried with you into this lifetime kind of epigenetically for me this this is things that I'm still not aware of, but acknowledging that as significant to my journey and diving deep in to see what those traumas might be, just exploring all the facets of my being. Um, in my own little world, though, I was always just like a little worrier. Like I was always worrying about my family. Anxiety and depression are super prevalent in my lineage, so I was anxious about my family members' safety and mental health and carrying burdens for other people. And that being years of kind of just thinking and thinking and being in a state of stress and thinking of the worst case scenario, which is just something I've tried to work on and not take on so much of that. And don't get me wrong, right off the bat, I want to acknowledge the privilege that I come from. I have a beautiful family who all love me for who I am and I always felt safe, which is something so many people don't have access to, but that's for me a part of my self-acceptance journey and getting out of the place of thinking that I'm not worthy enough to feel a certain way because I don't have A, B, and C things that have happened. I'm just living this little life and I have to do stop comparing myself to others and I try my best to listen and share space and have empathy and compassion for everyone that I encounter and that's the best I can do and just learn to share knowledge and wisdom from each other in our past so um a quote that I love 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 is when you listen or when you know how to listen everyone is the guru um for so long like in history there were gurus and people that were of higher status that, um, I don't know, Buddha, God, whoever it might be, that everyone listened to. They confided in. They waited to be healed. They waited for advice. They read the books. They did the work that the gurus preached. And over time, that caused our own selves to lose the sense that we have every piece of information to heal within ourselves. 
And that comes inherently within us when we come to this planet. It's just a matter of relearning and deconditioning and allowing space for the journey of returning to our truest self. Um, this is a little side note. Nature. Nature provides so many metaphors and symbolism. Peace and stillness and patience. Slowness. Beauty. Compassion and sharing like plants literally talk to each other i don't know if you've seen fantastic fungi on netflix um mushrooms are low-key gonna rule the world one day but part of it literally says that the fungi help connect the forest beds so the plants and the trees can communicate with each other and they pass on signals to each other for the trees to remember you know their bearings and their baby trees and they this is what life is for, learning from each other and helping each other out. Like, people carry so many secrets and hide their traumas and they don't talk about how much money they make and they're afraid to ask for help and they're afraid to be perceived as weak or, you know, asking someone to help them with money or to watch their kids. But you are your own guru and you know yourself better than anyone. And we have all have something to share with each other it's just a matter of finding the willingness to listen and open your heart to the world um this is also a side note i just thought of my best friend steven went and hiked the appalachian trail and he said when he got back everyone was saying to him well welcome back to the real world and this sparked an interesting thought that he had and he was just saying like the real world I was in the real world. Nature is the real world. The real the world that we live in is a made-up society. And yeah, I don't want to get too crazy, but this is a made-up society that has created these constructs that cause most people to feel in a state of lack and incompleteness. Like businesses, they want you to want more and they want you to think you're not enough and that you're too fat or your skin isn't literal porcelain or your waist is too boxy, or your thighs jiggle too much, or your eyebrows are misshapen, or your legs are too hairy, your nose is too big. Or you, yeah. Nature does not give a damn. Like, when you go into nature, all of the metaphors and the beauty and the wisdom, that's where it is. That's where we come from, and that's where we can find it. And we have that in us, and we can learn from each other. Um... And back off that little rant, I've just embraced that learning and absorbing the information and the wisdom from my own journey and speaking upon that is my gift. And part of that for me is also learning from highly educated humans and sharing their information too and obviously giving credit where credit is due. Um, But for me to just share it and expose it so that the information just reaches more people and that's that's what I love to do um kind of like I've shifted my Instagram to where I feel like I care less about the picture that I post the photo I care more about like the caption because I can speak better than I can I don't know that I really don't care what the picture is as long as I have like good thoughts that are in my captions I just love being able to have that platform to share the love um and yeah I'm just 
over the imposter syndrome and feeling like I'm too young or haven't been through enough in life compared to someone else. I'm just me and I know that the right people who are ready to listen will be organically attracted to this podcast and if they can cultivate a willingness to learn for themselves then more power to you let's let's learn from each other baby heck yeah and this is also so relevant to the nutrition side of wellness and the spiritual side both because both of them involve becoming an active participant in your life so many people deal with issues on a daily basis like addictions even slight ones like being addicted to caffeine or all the way up into being addicted to cigarettes or alcohol or a lack of motivation, feeling tired all the time, gut issues, feeling ungrounded or struggling to manifest things in the life in your life that you feel like you deserve. That's all just a part of this process of being conditioned to think that you don't deserve that in what I just want to preach is that you are deserving of all of your dreams and desires. Like you can manifest the life that you want. It's just about deconditioning and remembering how to come back to yourself and acknowledge your worthiness. Um, I was listening to one of my lectures today. Um, I'll remember his name. Paul Epstein is his name, and he mentioned a quote by Carl Jung, and it says, you don't get enlightened by imagining figures of light. You make the darkness conscious. I freaking love that. This is like, this is all about bringing attention and awareness to your wounds so that they can heal, and wounds can be anywhere from significant traumas in your life to feeling like you're not pretty enough it it's anything you're you're you are worthy of living your highest potential and kind of going off into this other little realm of nutrition related things I'm a supporter I'm a really big supporter of conventional medicine. Obviously, I went to nursing school and I get it and I learned about it, but I'm I'm a proponent for it when it comes to fixing problems that need to be fixed, which is like surgery or cancer treatments, etc. But putting a band-aid on problems like anxiety with medication just sends the problem deeper and will eventually manifest into something way more severe. For people with anxiety or chronic pain of some sort, the root of the problem needs attention in whatever form that is, depending on the issue. And if it doesn't receive that, it's just going to get louder and louder and manifest into a chronic illness or a malfunctioning organ system because it's been in a constant state of stress for so long. Your body is not meant to be like that. We are not cavemen running from tigers and bears. We need to learn how to bring peace and stillness back into our life and relieve our bodies (laughs) it's it seems so basic but it's literally something that's i swear 90 percent of the population is in a constant state of stress all day long and um i i believe it was the high vibe podcast i was listening to one of my favorite 
metaphors about anxiety is to treat it like a friend, like a living being, create a relationship with it to where you can acknowledge its presence and like learn the signals that your body gives to you when it's struggling and learn how to do the shadow work and going deeper and learn how it has created itself as an issue in your life. So on that, I always, I always acknowledge the freaking beautiful metaphors in nature but not my body until recently um for someone for example that is overweight that can go as deep as your body protecting you as a literal barrier against something something so deep and so it's so important to dig into why that why your body might be needing a protection mechanism Everything that we fear in its deepest essence just needs love and attention. And when it's crying out for attention, it feels helpless. And when you acknowledge it, that's the beginning of healing. <laughs> um, Paul Epstein also was all, was talking about how we're all adult children and this is something that's I've really focused on recently is healing the inner child like your inner child is still there we're all just grown up we are still that same little baby that came into the world innocent egoless creative beings and over time we've succumbed to the conditioning that takes us farther and farther from our truest form and life is just the journey home to who we are perfectionism perfectionism is unnecessary you don't need to be perfect the journey is not linear it is so not linear but it's important to not let your life pass you by and especially in spiritual journeys i just learned about like spiritual bypassing When you go on a journey through spirituality and you are doing the work and then you get to this place of enlightenment, but you bypass all of this other sheet that is underneath all the layers, it's not going to be as effective and you're not going to get to a place of wholeness with ignoring all of the layers that are a part of you. Like, just let yourself feel the emotions in order to heal um I don't know back to perfectionism for me on the road to becoming a health coach and being an entrepreneur which I am working on (laughs) I still have the fear of not being helpful enough for someone or not saying the right thing to someone or not having the knowledge to fix or heal But that's not the point. That's like a fear mindset. And like the point is to focus on your own gifts and consider what you have to offer for them. Paul Epstein, again, he is the best. He was saying how everyone has like a bowl of soup and like you're an ingredient in their soup, especially in the healing process. Um... And that brings a feeling of just like bliss to me because it removes the need or like the mindset that I need to fix somebody and just simply allows me to do what I do best and allow the person to heal themselves. 
this is just a part of like the collective working as a whole. We are a collective. We all are existing on this planet as a collective. We all come from the same source energy. Doesn't matter what lifetime you are on. I don't know if you believe in past lives, but I do. That's also another thing I could go on and on about lives, past lives, whatever. But anyway, the part of life that I think is so important is working together as a collective and existing harmoniously together. Um, mind body wellness is such a significant part of my life. So for me, that would be doing what I do best. And for anyone, even if you work in marketing or like ad agency or a car dealership, do you, do you, (laughs) do what you do best. And when you don't know the answers, send the person to someone else. For me, when I'm health coaching and I don't know the the answer or if there's a problem that's way too complicated, I'm going to send them off to work with another specialized individual. So the person, so there is the chance for another person to share their gifts, like a naturopath or a therapist or a doctor or a surgeon. Everyone deserves to contribute to the big picture. So don't assume that you need to know everything or need to be perfect. We all don't know what to do all the time. I'm literally rambling into my phone right now, but it feels good. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing what I want to do. Nobody really knows what they're doing. So if you can just be with that, that is when you know you're doing something right. At the end of the day, people just need to be loved and nurtured, but at the same time, left alone with their pain so that they can heal themselves and create inertia for their own life and wisdom to flow out of them in order for them to return to their highest self too. Like, it's almost selfish to think that you can fix somebody because you can't. Everyone, you you would be intruding on someone else's journey if you felt like that and that it's just not the point. Everyone has the right to discover their journey and their self for themselves. And we're all here to learn and find balance within our lives. And that is just beautiful to me. The journey, though, is so unpredictable and challenging. And there's always someone that's going to be like wondering why certain things happen to good people, but that is why we should feel honored to be on this planet because you, this is a chance for your soul to have a human experience and feel emotions and happiness and anger and love and compassion. That is literally why we're here. Earth is where you come to learn lessons and level up so you can come back again in another life at a higher vibration and continue raising the vibration of the planet yeah and i'd like to end on one last thing mr paul epstein love you (laughs) mentioned in his lecture that i watched today he referenced a woman named alice miller who i hadn't heard of before he mentioned but she's apparently a brilliant author and she says The truth of our childhood is stored in our bodies and lives in the depths of our souls. Let me just repeat that. The truth of our childhood is stored in our bodies and lives in the depths of our souls. Our intellect can be deceived 
aka you're told you don't know what you're talking about. What are you even talking about? And our feelings can be numbed or manipulated, aka don't feel the feelings. Be happy. Why aren't you happy? Why are you feeling sad? So toxic, by the way. And our perception, shamed and confused. Our bodies tricked with medication, but our soul never forgets. And because we are one, one whole soul in one body, and our body will present the bill. Your soul and subconscious will continue collecting the things that you ignore And it will present you the bill later in life manifested in a chronic illness, disease, cancer, whatever it might be. So it's time to start listening now and it's time to start becoming an active participant in your life because you're going to rack up all these things on your receipt, ignoring anxiety, ignoring the fact that you're freaking tired every day, not drinking enough water, I don't know, not sleeping enough. That's all going on your receipt. You're just racking that up. So if you want a very large bill to be presented to you later in life manifested as some terrible thing, God forbid, I would recommend, gently recommend, to start listening to yourself and stepping into your power because... You have everything within you to relearn how to be in tune with your highest self. This is when the manifestations come easily. This is when you practice gratitude every day for being able to be on this planet and existing as a human. And understanding that life is fucking beautiful. Like... Not everything is rainbows all the time. I get that. But there's a f- there's quite a few things that I can point out just about every five seconds that I'm grateful for. And it's not that hard. And that's, that's where you can start. That's where I started. And I'm practicing daily gratitude. Because gratitude, if you didn't know, which I just learned like, I don't know, past couple months, past year. All, all this good stuff. Gratitude is a certain vibration. It exists as a certain vibrational frequency. And when you're not aligned with the vibration of gratitude or the frequency of gratitude, you could sit here and manifest nothing. Nothing's going to come to fruition, baby, because you're not at the same frequency as gratitude. And when you're grateful, the universe will gift you more things to be grateful for because you're aligned with that vibration. And the beauty of it, I get so passionate. I get so passionate. The beauty of this is that it is so dang easy to start. You don't have to be this master manifester guru lady. All you need to do is point out three things in the morning or night that you're grateful for. And... You will get on that vibration and the universe will be like, oh, they're aligned. Let's just dish them more things to be grateful for. That's how it works. It's a beautiful thing.
And then you can sit and be like manifesting queen. Write down your dream life in your journal. And just watch that come to life. <laughs> it's it's like a game and it's beautiful. But yeah, I'm excited to continue this conversation. But for now, it's 1.34 in the morning. And normally I go to bed at like 9.30 because I'm a grandma. But I have so much like passion in my soul right now that I'm wide awake. But yeah, anyway... I love you all, and until next time, thank you for listening.